0: Good evening. This is Wish Upon a Star. I'm your host, Andel Banks. Wish Upon a Star is a dynamic radio program spotlighting talent in the arts arena. Guest discusses of the challenges and advice in making it in the visual, musical, literary, painting, and performing arts. As a unique part of our show, We will interview professional guests, experts in the fields of entertainment law, copywriting, studio recording, publishing, promoters, and other topics in this competitive industry. Our topic for today, ladies and gentlemen, is an overview here. And we say, when we speak of music... The first thought that usually comes to mind is that music is a universal communicator. When the human voice cannot speak the language, music steps in. Similar to the human voice, then, music can stir emotions of love, joy, sorrow, memories, and the feeling to sing and dance. Prior to the interview, Inventions of mass-market gramophone records, which was developed in 1892, and commercial radio arriving on the scene in the 20s, there was a vast increase in the variety of music that people had access to. Some music was still too expensive for some groups of people. However, with the piano, there was the ability for people to perform music and sing songs on an amateur basis at home using sheet music or even playing by ear. With great fanfare in the later 20th and 21st centuries, the dramatic innovations in musical forms expanded greatly. Our guest today, ladies and gentlemen, Cedric Lamont Johnson, piano instrumentalist, band leader, and vocalist, has engulfed himself into this music world with an unwavering passion. His bio. Cedric Lamont Johnson began his musical studies at the Peabody Conservatory of Music in Baltimore, Maryland, at the age of six. His studies centered on studying classical piano. After leaving the conservatory, he attended Frederick Douglass Senior High School, where he continued his studies. This learning institution is well known in Maryland for its rigorous music curriculum, academics, and prominent musical performers. He continued his piano learning with private teachers, who also discovered his ability to sing as well as play the piano. Cedric then directed his focus towards these combined talents while exploring other musical instruments, and is now proficient on drums, trumpet, and bass guitar. Through his musical endeavors, Cedric has become well-versed in several genres of music, including, but not limited to, rock R and B, rap, hip hop, jazz, pop, country, and classical. His vast experience in local plays and musicals have given him the ability to transition through the musical genres flawlessly, vocally, and instrumentally.
1: Cedric, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: We're going to begin the questions with something that may be on everybody's mind. Six years of age, attending Peabody Conservatory, studying classical piano music, there just has to be an adventurous, exciting story in there somewhere.
1: Okay, Cedric, we're listening. Okay. Um, thank you. Well, Peabody was actually my introduction to music. Uh, not quite sure around the age, but it was somewhere between six and eight years old. Uh, my parents had signed me up for um, it was some sort of musical summer camp sponsored by the Peabody Institute. Uh, when they realized I had an aptitude for playing the piano, shortly after that, my my mom found a local piano teacher living close by. I took lessons for about a year or so and was totally bored with it because I, I wanted to play the songs that were on the radio, <laughs> uh, not Mary <laughs> Had a Little Lamb. So I stuck with it long enough to uh, actually learn the actual keyboard itself and then to actually learn to sight-read uh, a little bit. But after that, or in that, in that interim, I discovered that I could learn a song just by listening to it. And that's, that took off from there.
2: Oh,
0: great. That's a very good intro into people who I know, including myself, when we were young, listened to the music that our parents listened to. And said, oh, wow, you would either like to sing it, I didn't necessarily want to play an instrument, but you want to sing it. Right? Okay, right. Did, right. Other, did any members or other members in your family play an instrument or sing when you were growing up as well?
1: Um, Just not... I mean, I had somewhat of a musical family. My mom sang in the church choir. My dad used to hum a lot. And uh, my brother did actually attend the Peabody Conservatory and was a pretty good vocalist as well.
0: Okay. So you really had music in your family and around you as well, well, which is also a great encouragement. Yeah. So we might even tell our audience that if you have a child, because my son beat the drums with the pots and pans. He would actually, at the age of (laughs) going to the cupboard on the floor, because he would be in the floor when I was in the kitchen, he would pull out the pots and pans and bang on the pots and pans. Of course, what would be the first thing that a mother would say?
2: (laughs) Stop that noise. Stop that noise. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) But come to find out, it was introduction that he loved music. And of course, then I uh, Certainly, like you said, your parents did. I put him into a music program. And he ended up okay. with the clarinet. So that, that's a good thing that people can listen to, to listen to your children, because there may be an aptitude there. Did you admire any piano players, past or present, as you were going through the
1: career of learning to play the piano? Um, yes, I did. Um, I think my first... Uh, Piano artist or keyboardist Was uh, Elton John And then uh, Stevie Wonder Uh, So listening to Stevie And Elton I actually started covering Stevie Wonder songs To further my craft Because it just seemed to fit Then I started to delve A little little more deeply Into music at the time And uh, I realized that I liked All genres of music So, Herbie Hancock, Chick Corea, Ray Charles, Rick Wakeman, George Duke, Keith Emerson were all great influences in my early uh, career. But I think Chick Corea is my all-time favorite.
0: Oh, okay, great. Sometimes listening to those master—I would say musicians—because during that time they were masters. A lot of people weren't doing. The things that they were doing—they were like a uh, mavericks into the music field. Have you ever played with uh, musical great? And if you well, played um, with them, how did you feel?
1: I've never actually was. Uh, let's say I was never actually in a band with musical great but I have shared the stage several times. Uh, yeah, I mean in that happened. capacity too. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, uh, one of my most memorable um, stints was when we had a five-night stand in Baltimore uh, as the opening act for Patty LaBelle, and I got to meet her, and she actually listened to the band, and she actually came up and talked to me and complimented her on what we were doing, and uh, it was got so good that she said there was a particular song that we did, and she said, I think I'm going to cover that song just because I heard you guys play it. Uh, But also, I would like to add that Baltimore is littered with truly, truly great musicians who have toured and recorded with just about anybody you can think of or name. And uh, I do have the honor of knowing and still currently playing with some of these remarkable musicians. Give us some names, if you
0: can, so that our audience will... Probably try to look them up on certain spots, maybe on iTunes and maybe on Facebook, because that is my goal when I started okay. doing the show, doing singing, doing exactly what you say, letting somebody okay. know we still have great talent, but most times they don't have anywhere to play.
1: So if you can want right.
0: to plug them, you can too.
1: Uh, it's very it's numerous, too too many people to name, but I can you know right. I can say. Mark Stewart,, uh, Dennis Chambers, Kevin Walker, um, Marvin Hammett, all of these are the local people who have played with and recorded and also are friends with with you know the great uh, musicians out there. But it's just there's just so many you wouldn't believe.
0: What I'd like for you to do is to, once we get off the air, to give me some of those names and maybe I can contact them or you can contact them and ask them if they want to be on the show. Okay, not a problem. That would be a great idea, you know. Okay, right. As you play so many venues, Cedric, like I said, I've heard you. You've been playing a long time, but I only heard you back in 19... No, I don't know what, 19, it was 2000 and I think it was 12 or 13... And uh-huh. I, I just started was fantastic, and then now I'm, I'm so happy that now I know where you are now. What okay. have you found it to be the best feeling playing for an audience?
2: Uh, um, to me, you know, people the best loving best
1: feeling, your music. I guess I was going to say, to me, the best feeling is knowing that you have reached your audience, that you have touched them in some kind of way, that the music that you have learned, rehearsed, and labored over is actually doing what it was intended to do. Uh, And you can look in their faces. You can see it in their faces. You can listen to their comments and accolades. And it just brings great warmth to your heart that this God-given talent can be shared as it was meant to be. That that would be the best feeling for me.
0: Excellent. Excellent. The same thing I think artists feel, too. When I have a show and I'll step back and listen to the way people actually explain about the art and then they buy it
2: okay yeah that, that's it so that, that is uh, you
0: know what, what is that the icing or the, or the pecans or the ice cream or whatever you know
1: all of that for yeah.
0: our audience <laughs> sector, what are some of the most important elements in the music arena what i mean by that what are some of the elements that could greatly affect the performance or career and help them to put them maybe like
1: in a spot like where you are. Because a lot of people don't make it. That's very true. Um, I I think you have to be focused. First of all, you have to be focused on what you're doing and what you came there to do as far as the performance is going. Uh, You have to pay attention to detail. The more attention you pay to detail, the better the performance will be. Um, Making sure your equipment is in top condition Making sure you have the right sound, making sure the right people are in your corner as far as engineers and whoever is there to actually help uh, help the performance go smoothly. Also, I think staying grounded and thanking God that you are able to deliver a performance that actually affects people's lives. Um, the fewer distractions, the better the performance and career. Staying focused.
0: Okay, I will write that down because we're going to repeat that later on. That people have okay. to stay focused. Let me write that down. Okay. 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 Great. Now, um, let's talk about your band. Your band is hmm. unique. Your sound is unique. So, how long have you been playing together? And give us your band name and instruments that they play,
1: even though they may vary sometimes. Right. Okay, um, we've been around for a while, I would say uh, over 20 years. And uh, we okay. started out as a band called The Look. Uh, then we transitioned the same band into Slags. Uh, um, personnel has slightly changed over the years, but the core group has remained constant. Um, Currently, the band consists of Mark Stewart on drums, uh, Gerard Moore on bass, Joel Mills on keyboards and guitar, and myself on keys and vocals. Uh, Then, you know, we're we're very versatile, so the versatility kicks in when uh, we add Isaac Parham on saxophone, Kevin Spriggs on percussion and vocals, and the very lovely and talented Miss Lanisha Alexander on vocals. So that depends on what the venue calls for, what the affairs call for. We can, we can be versatile like that and uh, give you the same performance, whether it's four of us or six of us or seven of us on stage. Great, because the audience would love to, love to hear
0: that, because I know sometimes uh, when a person has a band, you think they've been together for a while, so that's a great thing. And, and y'all really got that sound together.
2: What is well, the significance
0: of the band's name and its spelling,
1: L A G Z? Right, uh, that is a question that is often asked. Um, the name has several meanings. Originally, the letters stood for Snooky Lamont and Gerard, and the Z stood okay. for Paul Cuddy Goodwin. Uh, don't ask; it just fits. So, <laughs> um, and Cuddy still plays with the band periodically. So, that's one definition or meaning. Um, After that, there was this movie turned to TV series called Alien Nation. The aliens were banished from their planet and settled on Earth and infiltrated Earth's Earth's society. Uh, They were called Slags. So, we kind of adopted that name. Uh, But Slags has other meanings also because we just morphed that into whatever. Uh, so slag could be a noun, verb, or adjective. As in slagging could be a way of life. Um, and once you have either played with the band, managed the band, photographed the band, interacted with the band in any kind of way, or even bought the band a drink, you are now officially a slag.
2: Oh, Okay.
1: So, if, if that makes any sense, that's where it came from.
0: Oh, yes, yes it definitely yes, does. And, and it's very, okay. like I said, unique only to you. Uh, I always All like right. to ask that question because when people have, okay. some, you know, particular names, then that's a very good explanation. Let me have that again okay. I have a Snooky Lamont. Mm-hmm. Snooki,
1: Lamont, and Gerard.
0: And Gerard. Yeah. And the Z was for, oh, it's just the name that flags were the whole entire group. Okay. Yeah, but
1: I, I great. included Paul Cuddy in there, and I said that his initials don't fit, but it fits for us.
0: Right. And I heard you say Isaac Parham, too, because he was on the show.
1: A great, another yes.
0: great musician. Absolutely. Cedric and the Slags Band have become a household name. And that was only, I think, like most hardworking people, it's hard work and an attention, like you said, to the development of your skills. How do you feel about what you have accomplished, and how has it affected your life?
1: Huh. Well, um, first of all, it is very, very difficult to, to maintain a band on a constant basis for a long length of time, especially in this oh. market, Baltimore, and on a local level. It takes a great deal of patience and perseverance. Um, to me, longevity speaks for itself. We have to be doing something right. Out of all these years, we had to be doing something right, and we're still, we're still rolling. So, you know, you have to roll with the punches, take the good with the bad, and constantly evolve. Um, make use of the tools that are available to you, such as social media, which you can which can be used to your advantage, uh, the effect that it's had on my life is that it's just so gratifying and humbling that, you know, something as simple as walking down the street or in a supermarket and someone says, hey, hey, uh, aren't you that guy? Don't, don't you play with that band? And, you know, that just melts <laughs> my heart. They don't know who I am, but they know they've seen me before or heard me somewhere. So that's, that's the effect there.
0: That sounds absolutely great. And of course, like you said, it does sort of give you a halo effect that you have okay. actually are out there and somebody recognized you. May not know your name, like you said, but they know that right. you. And they would have never said anything if you weren't good. What we're going to do right now, yeah. Cedric, is take a, like I said, a 60 second break and we'll be right back
2: loose, right. yeah, that, that What up, y'all? just came yeah. to your city to say what's up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. show me love. Show me love. Uh, uh, hop uh, off the plane to a new show. What up? And all the shorties they be waiting on me. Show that. Thugs packing they pistols. Huh. But ain't nobody aiming on me. Not me. Got a pocket full of fresh dough. dough so you know I got a bacon homie. it, homie. And I'm thankful. Ooh.
0: Hi, welcome back. This is Landell Banks, your host of Wish Upon a Star. And today, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest is Cedric L. Johnson, leader of the Slag Band, piano, instrumentalist, and also proficient on drums, trumpet, bass guitar, and vocals. Cedric, your CD, when I looked on the YouTube... Your CD, I Promise, seems to have captivated the entire YouTube audience. It's garnishing overwhelming comments on several of your tracks, especially the track I Pray For Keeps. With your permission, I would like to play that track for our audience at this moment.
1: Absolutely. Thank you
2: i never been I've never been in love Not like this, I never had feelings and I will be with so deep within, I never had, I never had someone who would love so deep as you. from her heart, only so thought I could when you came in The world around me moves The world around me moves Love shows the fate And when it does, I only would learn to walk away What I'm trying to say is that the past never found me. I'm looking for...
0: Hello? Yes. Give us the rundown. Oh, well, I played that about 10 times. I guess I had to confess.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Absolutely <laughs> Thank beautiful. I Let everybody know that you play everything on that particular track. Tell us all about it. If it's too personal and too intimate, you don't have to. But if you want to, give us some names of your songs. On your CD, I promise, and how they came about for originality. Like that particular one, how did that all come about? I promise.
1: That particular promise song you. was. Um, that particular song, the words, were um, the words were from me, but the music is actually from uh, Gary Hudgens, who actually uh, played with Parliament. Um, Parliament Funkadelic for the longest time and he actually did the music and I put the words to it and it was just a a beautiful marriage tale on that particular song. Um, The rest of it, um, there are a lot of co-writers on the CD, but um, I had my hand in at least 70% of it uh, as far as my own uh, input. Excellent. Yeah,
0: I will be playing more. If you want some special ones to play, I can do that. I'll just go ahead and pull it up on my system, if you think okay. of ones that you really want to hear. Now, the other question is, Cedric, in this music world, it's a friend of mine, which I like musicians and, you know, artists and all that, and we have conversations. And the conversation that we had last week was that the music world is saying, we got to get back to songs like what you just said. What do you think the music detour road is
1: from this point
0: on? What do you think? Where are we going?
1: Uh, it's very hard to say. With today's technology, who knows? Um, but it just in my opinion, songs like, you know, the, the old songs, they're the basis for, for all the music that we do. Um, right like temptations mm-hmm. and all that they'll, they'll never die and but there will never be another temptations or there will never be another motown or you know in all of that kind of music but that still is the basis for what we do today um... i'm hoping that we will stick with real instruments and real players instead of electronic music but there's a lot of electronic music out there but again i think I think there's room for everything. There's no there's, music is art. Art, art is uh, universal. You could, there's no limit. There's no good. There's no bad. You know, uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, you know, I welcome all kinds of music, all kinds of artists, whatever. If, you know, if if you or yourself or someone puts out some kind of music, that's coming from their heart and soul. So. Somehow you have to realize that instead of being critical of it, just um, embrace it and try to embrace it the best you can. Everybody's not going to like everything. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm. Lots of times when people listen to different music, um, they say that particular sound is great, but people want to dance to it. So what are the genres? Have they been separated or, or all of the genres Still there, you know, the, that you mentioned that you play in the R and B, the hip hop. Are all of those still there, or has something new came up? I think I heard the word infusion or
1: fusion or something like that. How does what is that all about? Okay, you're talking about jazz. Maybe you're talking about jazz fusion, which is definitely not dance music, but that's a that's a whole different set of uh, okay. players and music there. That only um, only. A few people will get that music, and, you know, it's very unique, and it's it's very, uh, you, you really have to be on your game to play that kind of music, jazz fusion. But as far as dance music is concerned, it's always going to be around. People always have to bop their head to something. Um, and I don't think, I really, I don't think any genre of music will die. It'll just keep uh, reinventing itself, if you if you will. Okay,
0: you also are a great keyboardist. Uh, now, keyboard is a musician, plays a keyboard instrument. And during the 60s, you were generally classified as pianist or organist Since the 60s. What mm-hmm. type of instrument, or I should say the name of the instrument, electric pianos, Fender, Wurlitzer, Roland, whatever, that you use that you feel as though would bring out the best sound? Maybe starting with something somebody's starting out,
1: what would they use, and what would they graduate to? Uh, uh, I think that's personal preference because it's like apples and oranges. You know, you like apples, I like oranges. Um, so, I personally use—I use everything. I use Yamaha products, Roland products, uh, Korg, uh, Kurzweil. Uh, Nord, there's there, there's a whole lot of them out there. When when keyboards first came along, there were it was very limited. Fender Rhodes was out on uh, Hammond organ, but nowadays it's the sky's the limit. There's there's a ton of stuff out there that you can use uh, nowadays.
2: Oh,
0: okay. So like you're yeah. saying, let's say somebody's not that good. That was mainly my question. If they're not that good, would they start off with a maybe two or $3,000 unit or would they start off something that's for beginners?
1: Um, well, I wouldn't say, you know, some people would recommend you got by like a toy piano. You go to target or Walmart yeah. and pick something off the wall. And I would think you would do that maybe for a child who thinks they might want to get into music. Right. That's what I and mean. Then, and,
2: yeah. Right.
1: So then you, you know, kind of pay attention to what they're doing. But, um, if you really think they, they have something or they're going to go professional with it or it's something that they're going to stick with, I would definitely suggest buying somewhat of a professional keyboard because you're not going to get... You're not going to get what you need out of that toy piano as you would a, like a name-brand one. Um, and, you know, they do have starter... You know, it goes from $100 to the $20,000. So it's a big... Big gap in between there, so I would start off with something basic, but not cheap. Okay,
0: I have a keyboard. I've been trying to learn the keyboard. I mean, it's been like what, maybe fifteen years. (laughs) Okay. And I've been trying, and I just have a very simple one. And I'm saying, is it the keyboard or is it (laughs) Nate? (laughs) <laughs>
2: okay, right
0: Because I just can't seem to, to get it, you know And I love, I love the music I know um, that uh, the lady I had was Dr. Carlis, And she supposedly teaching me But I tried three times and I always wondered about that Sh- You know, should okay. I pick up a good one? And that's why it doesn't sound the way I want it to sound Or, or you know, should I just stick right. with something very simple? I think this may be a repetitive uh, question, but the flag band has played many venues, like we have discussed. Can uh-huh. you tell us some of the venues, because uh, I've asked this question to other musicians. Tell okay. us some, some of the venues that you played that really stand out as just being phenomenal.
1: Um, hmm. I can't really put my finger on one particular one that's phenomenal because no, just some of them. Yeah. right. Um, I, I, well, what I was to say is I've played so many. I mean, it's been yeah. a whole, you know, over the years, it's been so many. But I don't look at the venue as, um, you know, as oh, I'm at the palace tonight or I'm at here tonight. Because to me, a venue is a venue. When I go in to play. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's an arena uh, with a few thousand people or your favorite bar hole-in-the-wall down the street. Uh, I'm going to give the same performance as I would if I was on the big stage or the small stage. So when it comes to that, I, 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 and I really can't put my finger on, you know, one particular one or two particular ones. I, I, just, I just like playing. I like performing. It does not matter to me. Yeah, but the question was also mm. introduced so that the audience
0: can understand and listen to exactly what you said, that no matter right. where you play, you should always put your best foot forward. Exactly. Okay, we're going to take another break here for another 60 seconds, and we're going to come back, and with that, when we do come back, we're going to play another one of your songs. Okay. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Hey, welcome back to Wish Upon a Star. I'm your host, Annette Banks, and we thank you for listening to our broadcast. If you missed the broadcast, it will be in the archive. We're broadcasting on www.bbsradio.com, Station 2. If you have any comments or suggestions, we ask that you please let us know by email at musicradio34 at gmail.com. Again, you can wel- we welcome comments and suggestions. To make our show more enjoyable just for you, send us an email at musicradio34 at gmail.com. You can look for us. Which Upon the Start, we are on iTunes, Facebook, international, local, and in syndication. Again, thanks so much for listening. Our guest today, ladies and gentlemen, is Cedric L. Johnson, leader of the flag band, piano instrumentalist, and proficient on drums, trumpet, bass guitar, and vocals. And having said that, we will play another one of his wonderful original songs, out on the floor. Please listen sure. and enjoy.
2: I'm out on the floor and I'm late and i there Like there's or tomorrow, not that a chance Travel too far, I'm feeling so free When I'm out on the floor and yeah, I'm Just feeling the music and moving in time there's nothing to prove, girl, and you, on my mind. Enjoying the rhythm and loving the view. So deep in my system, it's all about you. Well, dancing, yeah. you're yeah. dancing, it's in your it's yeah. Well, still with the mess as I dance. You, yeah. out on the floor tonight, I- Oh, yeah. Again,
0: you tell them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is Cedric Lamont's Cut On, I Promise, CD. We're mm-hmm. going to see where we can get all that later. But let's finish talking about you and the flag band. Um, okay. You not only have to know your direction with Performing Centric, but also your band. And I'm sure some of the people who are listening who are musicians know that. Leadership collaboration is a role that you must play when you're outperforming. How does that work, that collaboration with all the other bands? Like you may say, we're going to do song number 12. But when you begin uh-huh. your show, you do all that before. How does that work, that collaboration? Of course, I'm sure it works well with you guys because you've been around. But just get our audience, because I know some bands, they break
1: up, they don't show up, you know, and all mm-hmm. that. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, well, that comes from knowing the players, knowing the people that you're working with. Um, respect? You know, respect, uh, absolutely respect. Be on time, learn your music, learn your songs, learn your parts. Uh, when you get on stage, it all, you know, it, it shows. When you get on stage, it, it just, it comes together. You uh, yeah. are, <clears throat> you form a, a form of cohe- you get a cohesion going. Uh, like I said, you got to learn your crap, learn your instrument, learn the music, and then bring it all together on stage on one accord, knowing what the next person's going to do and when he's going to do it. Uh, so although there may be a musical director, which either might be the drummer or the bass player, uh, you know, the band might turn left, then turn right, and, you know, you just follow along, you know, clicking on, on all cylinders, and you know that that what that's what makes the performance, and it that makes that's what makes when people look at the band and go, "Wow, they're really like they're really jamming," but all that you know behind the scenes stuff that mm-hmm. that you all have you have to have it together before you get out there. Um. So you know we might take a simple song which which you might be familiar with, and once we start that song, you're like, "Oh, okay, I know that song," but by the time the song is finished, it it has already. Morphed into something entirely different, and I think that's one of the things that makes makes us uh, unique. That's
0: that's excellent. That's absolutely great. Again, um, that collaboration also means that everybody knows their part. Like I know, I used to be, you know, used to be, and I still do once in a while. I write plays, okay, but then when I found out I was the lead part in one play but the other person didn't know their part. (laughs) So I had to go back and learn my part and their part because they didn't know about coming on cue that you had to give me a cue to let me know when I need to say my part. And that was so frustrating, I don't know what to do. So I had to go home, six acts now, and I had to learn my part plus their part. Or the play would have only two... To act because the person didn't give any cues. <laughs> okay. Many musicians that, that, also, Cedric, say that without the knowledge of knowing how to read music, it may be difficult. What is your opinion on that, or position? Should musicians know how to read
1: music as well? Um, yes, I do. I think they should know at some point in their life or career, they should actually learn how to read. Although there are many, many players who just play by ear and they're phenomenal at it, uh, so the, you can't you can't teach uh, playing by ear. That's something that's just natural that's that's in you. As far as right. reading music, you can teach you can teach someone to read. Uh, you can teach yourself to read, and so I think if you put the two together, then you have a total all-around musician.
0: Absolutely. And I think it would have a lot to do with, like, when bands come to town. I know some of my musician friends say that they call them and ask them would they sit in. But they also said that the person who called them said, can you read music? Right. And I said, yeah. So that's why I put that question in there now when I talk to musicians, because some of them missed out on jobs, because they didn't
1: know to read music. And that, I was going to add that also. You're right. When you have uh, performers coming into town, you have headliners that, you know, they might come by, the, a solo artist might come to town by themselves, and they already have yeah. the charts and all the music all made up. And they're mm-hmm. not, they don't want any nonsense. It's like, here's the music, let's go, let's play it. So that saves a lot of time and uh, save time and money. So, yes, exactly. I mean, like I said, you, you should, as a professional musician, and you want to be out there traveling the world, I, I really think you should be able to do revisit. Right.
0: Also, uh, like I said, we did all of this really fast because you were real busy and then other things came up. But I did have a chance to look at your website, which is very well done and I loved it. We see, when I peeked on there, you also mm-hmm. have a pretty good
1: photographer.
0: Now, how did that art
1: form unfold in your life? Well,
0: photography. Well,
1: yes. Um, photography has always been in my life since, uh, I'm going to say, since early high school. Um, I bought my first, I got lucky and found a Nikon camera in a pawn shop for like 25 bucks. And oh, okay. uh, I picked it up and started taking pictures, and I've never put it down since. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in that, I learned all the aspects of photography, including taking and developing my own pictures. And a lot of people nowadays don't even know what that is even about. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and then I took some college courses to further home my craft. Uh, and then, like, you know, again, you all, people always have to evolve. You can't just stay in one place to, in order to be successful. So, you know, when the digital age came in, You know, me and all the other photographers, we had to transition from film to digital. And, you know, you have to do it because right now digital is it. It it probably cost you about $100 to develop a roll of film nowadays. Uh, But, um, you know, I have my own photography business. I'm affiliated with uh, different photography companies. And I have also have taught photographers uh, the art of photography. Oh, that's excellent.
0: Yeah, I think, I don't think, I did dabble into photography. But like you said, I have mm-hmm. a beautiful, whatever, zoom, zoom, zoom camera. Which is, um, <laughs> but went to digital, you know, I said, well, I can't afford that. Um, All right. So, you know, and I see some of your pictures, you travel, do you travel a lot or you love to travel different places? Because I saw some beautiful pictures. Really turn into a painting. So, what do you oh, do well, in that you. area? You like to travel, or
1: what? Oh, I love, I love to travel. I love to travel. Uh, my goal is to travel the world eventually, but I, I've been a lot of places for a poor black man in Baltimore. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, like I said, probably you need to listen to
0: other people's music. And how do you handle that? Uh, I know Yanni. When I read his biography, he said he didn't listen to other people's music. But do you go around to different places to hear other people's music, or or how does that work? Not to Uh, find out what they're doing, but just to hear their music. Do you do
1: that sometimes? uh, I do it all the time. I am an avid, avid supporter of supporting live music. And and you know anywhere I go, and no matter where I'm at in the country or the world or whatever, wherever I, I just support live music. I'm I'm a musician, so I, I like to be supported. So I I make a concerted effort to support music wherever I see it, and anything I can do to help anyone, I try to do that. Um, I just came back from St. Thomas before the um, before the hurricane hit. And uh, yeah. there was a band down there, and uh, they, you know, I got to talking to some people, and they found out that I can I sing and play and all that. And I got right up on stage with them, and it was just a wonderful experience. So, yes, I, I, I love that. Oh, so do I. And you know I miss Ugh. it so
0: very much. I miss live yes. music so much. So now, once in a while, go to um, to D.C., because they still have that, I would say, a, a cutout in their musical genre that they okay. do have live music every once in a while and I love, I love live music as well. If one's okay. passion is music, Cedric to become master of one's passion what tips and advice would you offer to those in this competitive hmm. industry that that they should concentrate? I know you touched on it um, before right. but
1: let's, <laughs> let's hear some more
0: from an expert
1: uh, Okay, well thank you <laughs> but um I think passion, that's a strong word, and, and you really have to be passionate about music or whatever you do. Whatever you exactly. want to take on, you have to have a passion for it. Other, other than that, it won't work. Um, you got to dive into it wholeheartedly. You have to study from the best, learn from others who have been there and, 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 and still are there. Um, there is a lot of competition out there, but there's, all, there's room for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. I think you should use social media. It's a very valuable tool. Like you just said, you're trying to learn uh, to play piano or keyboards. You can Google that, and a hundred different sites will come up and tell you how to play keyboards right there in front of your computer screen. So, um, you know, you can learn just about anything you want to do pertaining to your craft or, you know, particularly what you're trying to achieve. Um, um, I, competition, I don't really worry about the competition because, like I said, there's room for everybody out there. And, uh, you know, the competition are, is looking at you just like you're looking at them. So, right. you know, you you can take from people, you can learn from people, but you don't necessarily have to copy them or emulate them. So my, my advice is, um... Be unique. Be yourself. God gave you that talent. Use it.
0: Very good advice. Very good advice. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I am the same way. Most of the stuff that I do I get out of my own head because uh, I love to go to the live shows. I love to go to the museums. I'm a museum enthusiast from the top to the bottom. (laughs) And everything right. that I see, like they have the museum down there, the that people step way outside of the box. You know, some people say, well, let's step outside of the box. They step way outside of the box. But then again, it's their creative mind. Very right, exactly. Creative. And you go, like, like you said, in music, in art, I go like, wow, who would have thought of that? You know. Right. I read also where Einstein had made mention hmm. that he thought, that our creative person was more intelligent than anybody who had a Ph.D. Okay. And I I thought about that. I said, yeah, because in academia all they know is what's in the book. Exactly. After I thought about that, then I said, yes, that makes a lot of sense that a creative person, because I was walking down the street one time with friend of mine, and I told her, I said, oh, look at that. That is a beautiful, whatever the object was, blah, blah, blah. Isn't that gorgeous? And she said, Andel, uh, I don't see that.
2: <laughs> right?
0: And I'm thinking, oh, okay, you got to be very careful, you know, because they all think we're crazy. You know, people think <laughs> that artists,
2: uh, the musicians,
0: yeah. you know, are always <laughs> on I would say Sharpie pencils. So that Sharpie stuff, can <laughs> <laughs> <All right.
2: laughs>
0: so that, 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 that is a beautiful thing there. What we're going to do right now is take another little break, and we'll be back in 60 seconds. Good afternoon and welcome back. This is Wish Upon a Star, and my name is Andale Banks. I'm your host. We thank you so much for listening. We are broadcasting on www.bbsradio.com, Station 2. If you wish to give comments or suggestions, please do so at our email address, MusicRadio34 at gmail.com. Again, We welcome comments and suggestions at music34, radio34, at gmail.com. And you can listen and look for us on iTunes, Facebook, local, international, and in syndication. Our guest today, ladies and gentlemen, is Cedric Lamont Johnson, leader of the Slags Band, piano instrumentalist and proficient on drums, trumpet, bass guitar, and vocals. What I'm going to do right now, Cedric, was again with your permission to play another one of your wonderful creations, Short Memories. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) enjoy.
2: I could take a photograph of what true love would be. It would be a perfect picture of what you mean to me. Girl, when I say that I love you, it means everything to me. It means I love you for all that you are and all that you could be. Last year, Saturday, a nothing away from a place What it can say Long ago yesterday I remember the dream It brings back Short memories Girl, I love you like my friend Is that the way it's be? Sweet thoughts of you come shining through Short memories brand new If I could take a piece of heaven from above Wrap it up Throw it around and call it joy, sweet love. Last uh-huh. year, Saturday, we to be away from a place of heartache and pain. Oh, no, oh, no, yesterday I remember the dream. We bring back a short memory. It was last be a Saturday, oh, you took me away from the place of heartache and pain. Long ago yesterday, I remember the dream, back.
0: I want to remind everybody, ladies and gentlemen, that's Cedric Lamont, and it's from his CD, I Promise. Now, you can tell us, Cedric, and the floor is yours, that you can go ahead um, and tell us how we can get all that music.
1: Okay. Okay. You can purchase the music on iTunes, Amazon Music, CD Baby and just about any and all other electronic outlets that sell music or streaming music. Uh, with CD Baby, you can actually get a hard copy. Um, so that, that's that. <laughs> um, my website is cedricljohnson.com, also slags.net. Or you can look up Cedric Lamont on Facebook and Slags on Facebook. I have two CDs for purchase. Um which the one you just heard, I promise, and also have a wonderful Christmas CD called Cedric Lamont Christmas. Uh, And simply type in Cedric Lamont on YouTube and you'll see a whole bunch of things come up on that. Uh, For Slags, as far as booking, again, go to slags.net. You will find all the contact information there. And uh, our next performance will be this Sunday at the Vulcan Blazers in beautiful West Baltimore, and you can also see the website for the location. Um, Oh, great. Okay, go ahead.
0: Mm -hmm. You can go ahead and say anything you need to say.
1: Oh, no, I just want to say um, thank you very much, Ms. Banks, for having me on this show. It was a very special opportunity and a very humbling experience. And I thank you and I appreciate you very much.
0: All right, thank you. Again, I want everybody to know where you can get this music because I've just fallen in love with this uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Because sometimes when you go to the shows, you do not sing this double truth, right? Some of these um, songs yes, I actually do actually sing Both of the venues that I've been to, of course, as like you said, it's based on the crowd. So again, run down where to purchase your music, the website, the CDs, and YouTube. Like I said, I give this opportunity to people so they can actually let people know exactly where they are in case they don't have to call me and say, well, uh, uh, Miss Banks, who was that? You know, go ahead. Right, I
1: got you. Okay.
0: So once again,
1: uh, iTunes, Amazon Music, CD Baby, all the other electronic uh, music streaming, music selling um, websites that are out there, Spotify, you name it, it's, it's out there. Uh, and like I said, with CD Baby, you can actually have a hard copy, uh, and a lot of people don't. You know, we're kind of getting away from the actual CDs nowadays, but right. you can still purchase. Yeah. yes, everybody's downloading, but you can get a hard copy if you uh, contact CD Baby. And once you do that, again, you just type in Cedric Lamont, and my name will come up. Uh, again, the website is CedricLJohnson.com. That's my personal site. And slags.net is the band's per, uh, website. Uh, Cedric Lamont on Facebook and Slags on Facebook, and that's S L A G Z. Uh, two CDs, I promised, and then there's a Christmas CD. And I think you're going to love that. I, I've, I've sold a lot of Christmas CDs, and it's almost time to start advertising for that again. And, uh, yeah, I saw you that to YouTube, on your, but I just didn't play it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, So maybe I can come back on during the Christmas season and we can do that. Absolutely. Okay, and then, like I said, on YouTube, simply type in Cedric Lamont, and I should come up uh, to book slags, slags slags.net. All the contact information is on there. Uh, That's my phone number, so you will be contacting me personally. And that's it. All right, fine. What we will
0: also do, uh, Cedric, after the broadcast, by Friday, all of us will be in the archives, and you can do with it what you want. There is no okay. copyright on it. So, the audience, anything that you didn't get, if you want to listen to the show again, again, we are Wish Upon a Star, and we're broadcasting on www.bbsradio.com, Station 2, Wish Upon a Star. My name is Andel Banks, I'm your host. Also, Cedric will be appearing for those from here to, what, Michigan? You can see him at the Vulcan Blazers, because that's not a long ride. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And the Vulcan Blazers is at 2811 Druid Park Drive, Baltimore, Maryland, 21215, and there's plenty of parking and food is served as well. Cedric, it's been absolutely magnificent with this conversation. I appreciate. It. And again, like you said, I'll try to have you on again very shortly for your music presentation.
1: Okay, thank, you, so thank much. you very much.
0: And God bless. We're going to sign off and I'll be back in fifteen seconds to sign off and thank you for listening to Wish Upon a Star. Hi, this is Andell Banks, host of Wish Upon a Star. Again, we're signing off till the next time, and we want to say God bless and thank you so much for listening.